Hi there. A quick message before we start. Don't forget that you can save money this winter when you book your ski hire at intersupportrent.com and use the code SKIPODCAST. You'll get a guaranteed discount for all ski hire in France, Austria and Switzerland. And to make it even simpler, you don't even need to use that code. Just take the link in the show notes and your basket will automatically be reduced. So if you want to support the Ski Podcast, remember to book your ski hire within support and to use the code Ski Podcast or take the link in the show notes. It'll save you money and help us too. Right, let's get on with the show. Hi there, listener, and welcome to this special episode of the Ski Podcast, in which I chat with Alexis Pantero, the most successful French skier in history. He has 34 World Cup wins, having made his debut at 17. He's been to six World Championships with four medals there, three Winter Olympics with two medals there. We talk about his background, uh, how he was brought up in Courcheval and where he learned to ski there. Uh, also about how he almost ended up in a career in football, could have been playing in the World Cup final. And we talk about this season. The World Championships are going to be held in his hometown, Courcheval, the men's races there, and his aspirations for that. And we also talk about the event that he's organising in Courcheval in April, Winter Legacy. It was a real pleasure to talk to Alexis. So uh, sit back and have a listen. I'm delighted to be joined by Alexis Pantero. Hi, Alexis. How are you? Uh, perhaps I should be saying, comment ça va? Hey, comment ça va? Ça va bien, merci. J'espère que vous aussi. Uh, excellent. Well, we will conduct this in English for the benefit of our uh, listeners. Whereabouts are you right now, Alexis? Uh, at the moment, we are. Uh, I am in Austria preparing the next race, which is Altadir. Right, and you've just come from Val d'Isère. I think you came uh, fifth uh, in Val d'Isère, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, how did you feel that race, uh, you know, went for you? Yeah, that was, uh, it was a special race, uh, especially that the first slalom of the, of the year. It's, also, it's always pretty complicated, you know, where exactly in this discipline, of course, it's pretty tricky and uh, the conditions are always pretty, pretty tough and pretty hard. So that makes a complete slalom uh, for the first of the year, but it's also a quite challenging race, I would say. It's great to have you on. Obviously, this is the start of uh, your season. Uh, I know that you have 34, I think I'm right in saying 34 World Cup wins under your belt now. So hopefully there'll be some more of those to come uh, this season. You've been to three Olympic Games, uh, Winter Olympic Games, uh, six World Championships. uh, But I guess you will be excited about this winter because the World Championships uh, in 2023 are going to be held in Courcheval and Meribel. And that effectively is your hometown, right? Yeah, that's that will be really special. Uh, the World Championships are always something really special to your hometown. Uh, it's something unbelievable. So I really want to take this time to honor it and having fun the, the whole two weeks, I would say. So the races themselves for your races will be in Courcheval. The uh, finish area is going to be uh, in La Pra. I'm guessing you have skied on that slope down into Courcheval La Pra many times. Have you have you raced down there before? No, many times. That's not correct. Yeah, because most of the time I was not going there. Uh, that's a pretty new slope, which will completely be new for me. Uh, of course, this slope was existing, but not exactly like it will be for the World Championship. And I never trained there. I never raced there. 
the only race I made was last winter at the end of the season, which was a test event for all the ski racers. So um, I don't have any advantage, uh, even it's really special to hear it, but that's the, uh, really the case. Yeah, I never skied there, only free skiing a few times or a couple of times in my whole life. Right, okay, because I think I'm right in saying that you are very local. I think you were born in, in Moutier and did most of your skiing when you were younger in Courcheval because your your family are from uh, the region, is that right? Right, that's right, yeah. And do they own a hotel maybe in Courcheval? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so since I'm born, my grandfather, he, he built an hotel in Courcheval. He, he, bought, he bought two, uh, no, he built so two, sorry, and uh, and then my father is running then one hotel and my tent was running the second hotel. So I grew up in Courchevel in the family hotel my whole life. And now I'm more on the surface and away from Courchevel, but still, it's still my hometown. You learned to ski on the slopes of uh, Courchevel. Would you have been skiing down, I don't know, Pralong, like a lot of people do when they're taking their first turns? Yeah, Pralon was the first first slope where I skied. Uh, it's a really easy slope where you can learn properly, and that's where I start, yeah. Right, and I heard, or I think I read uh, somewhere, that when you were younger, you were very talented at uh, football as well and maybe had to choose between between football and skiing. If things had gone the other way, might you be in Les Bleus uh, on their way to winning another World Cup? Yeah, Le Bleu is maybe um, maybe a lot to say, but uh, yes, I was I had to choose between soccer and, and and skiing, and that was for me something really special. Um, I think I felt always better on the individual sport because you are the only the onlyest athlete who is failing or su- successing when when you are competing, and that's I think more coming to my character. Okay, what what sort of position did you play at football? I was uh, in the middle uh, defence. Okay, and were you playing like for Moutier or one of the teams in that area? Yeah, in this area, I was more close to Annecy, uh, where they have better better soccer club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And you started skiing then, um, you know, as a professional. Uh, very young, because I think you were junior world champion in 2009. So you were skiing on the World Cup circuit at a very young age, maybe 17? Uh, 17, right? The first World Cup I made, I was 17, exactly. Yeah, which is, you know, I, I, I think very young for a, a skier to start, because typically, you know, skiers tend to mature in their uh, uh, career. Was it quite strange being, I don't know, half people's uh, age uh, when you were first racing on the circuit? No, I would not say it's strange. Um, but of course, you feel that there is a huge gap uh, still between what you are doing at this age and what you should achieve in the future. So uh, I think I took this time like a really valuable experience time, experiences time. And it took smooth for me more or less one year to get my first worker point, which was still pretty good. And uh, then I could make many other things afterwards well certainly that has uh, happened because you know as we're speaking uh, today i think i'm right in saying that you are the 
most successful French uh, skier in history in terms of uh, wins. You're certainly the only the third French skier to have won the uh, Crystal Globe, where you were the overall World Cup champion in 2021 and also second in 2019 and 2020 as well. If if you had the opportunity to choose between a a medal uh, or a gold medal in your hometown at the World Championships or to become the Crystal Globe champion, if you had to choose one of those two, which would you go for? Yeah, that's a question. Actually, I would say it depends where I achieve for. Uh, of course, at the time we are speaking up, I would say that the gold medal at my own time would be sure something unbelievable. And I would definitely sign for it. Uh, but I won already the overall globe, so that makes it easier. And uh, if it would have, if it it never happened before, then maybe I would say or answer something different. But uh, at the moment, I, I would say fully uh, 100% on the side for the, for the gold medal in Kosovo. Right. Well, those world championships are coming up. Uh, all the men's events are going to be held in Courcheval. All the women's events are going to be in Maribel. And I think uh, they are being held between the 9th and the 19th of uh, February. So they will obviously be a key event. Uh, during the course of the season. Once those are out the way and the, and the World Cup season comes to a close, I was also interested to see that you've set up your own event, which is going to be held in Courcheval uh, in April, on the 7th of 8th of uh, April, called Winter Legacy. And I wondered if you could tell us a little bit more about that. What is, what is, that, what is Winter Legacy about? So it's a, it's a race event which is open for, for all of us, for everybody who is able to ski, I would say, in all kind of slopes. Uh, so it's pretty convenient and easy, I would say. And that's the goal. Uh, the goal is to share a special day with a lot of people from kids to, to uh, grandfathers or grandmothers. And that's actually the atmosphere that we want to have in our event and my, on my event. So then the second goal was also to make or to bring something which is really char- characteristic for me. Um, I'm a special athlete who is racing in many different disciplines. So I'm racing in GS, I'm racing in slalom and super G, but also I'm doing some downhill sometimes. And the goal was then to bring a lot of different disciplines in once. Uh, so in one race. And that's actually how come up Winter Legacy. So doing one race with one run and starting with uh, one discipline and mixing with some others and going through to the finish line with mixing disciplines and having fun with a lot of friends, family and kids, but also older people. I have to say that I kind of love the idea of that. I do quite a lot of triathlons. So I like to, you know, try lots of uh, uh, different things. In that case, it's uh, it's swimming, sure. cycling and running. Although I did do an event in Courcheval uh, last year. Uh, Dean Star X3, I think it is. So you go, you cycle. Yeah, from, yeah I know. Uh, you, yeah. yeah, you know that. You cycle from the roundabout up to 1850, then you um, do a, a trail run around 1850 and then you ski tour to the top of Salia. But your event, where does it start then and finish? Uh, it's starting at the top of the downhill from the World Championship. 
and it will end in the um, at the end of the stadium Emilale Stadium. So at the end of the regular World Cup that the women's have. Yeah, I understand where it is in, in the main racing stadium in Courcheval, and you're starting from near the top in Col de la Loz. And what are the different? You mentioned then, you know, it, it wants to reflect your characteristics which is that you take on lots of different disciplines so if someone enters this what are the different uh, elements that they're going to uh, come across uh, we are starting four by four but with uh, always a lot of place in between the courses which makes there is usually when there is normally a gs which is set the gs there is three different gs so it's really easy to find your way and you never have to fight with another another skiers that's not really the goal uh then there is a super g as well there is a border cross in the middle section uh and and then there, they will have some mogul mogul's uh slopes as well in the middle of the course and we are finishing by crossing the finish line with a water skiing yeah it has to be fun it has to be uh competitive and that's uh, that's the best way we found to to make and to bring all this uh emotion in once yeah, well, that sounds great. So I'm going to start off from the top in in a four by four, a bit like a ski across or a board across. Take some GS uh, gates, then maybe uh, move down into a board across, which will be like bank turns or something like that. Maybe some rollers right. coming into some moguls, you know, flying my way through the moguls. And then once I've done all of that in one go at the bottom, there's a little lake that I need to ski across. Yes, that's right. Correct. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. You said, you know, for the family. I notice as well, you can enter it as an individual, or you can enter it as a team. As well, yeah. It's and also as a family. Uh, I mean, that's that's the goal. Of course, that's the second year we are doing this event, so everything has to set up and to build up. But uh, you can you can compete at the moment four by four, or you can compete individually against three others but it doesn't matter the three others the the goal then and the aim then is time yeah well it sounds brilliant and i think i'm right in saying that it kind of fits in with the folly deuce festival which is going on around the same time yes that the folly deuce festival is fitting then on the afternoon and or overnight too uh, and that's the reason why we made also this arrangement. So after the race, then you can enjoy the part, a party for for the older one, and having a great weekend, I would say. Yeah, well, it, you know, it sounds tremendous, and I haven't actually made my uh, plans yet for April, so maybe maybe I'll be able to uh, to come out to that. You know, that would be uh, uh, tremendous. So, you know, really, it's obviously going to be a big season for you. I know that you have a book. That has come out recently, I think, uh, translated. Yes. I think the uh, the title is uh, From Gold to Crystal. Now, I know you've yes. won a couple of gold medals at the World Championships uh, already, uh, and you've obviously won the Crystal Globe. Uh, but hopefully, by the end of this season, we'll be able, or you'll be able to rename it and call it From Gold to Crystal and Back to Gold. And you can bring home, <laughs> uh, bring home a gold from uh, Courcheval uh, as well. I really appreciate that, Alexis. Thank you so much for your time today. I wish you, wish you all the best for all of the World Cup season, but particularly for Courcheval for the World Championships in February. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Well, I really enjoyed speaking with Alexis. Uh, you might be interested to know that his book, From Gold to Crystal, is currently only available in French, Italian and German. But I believe there are plans to translate it into English as well. So at some point, if you want to read his book, uh, you will be able to. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we wish him all the best for the World Championships, which are going to take place in Courcheval and Maribel from the 6th of February to the 19th of February 2023. And you'll be able to follow updates about that at the Ski Podcast, which I'd like to remind you is sponsored by Le Travail, the largest ski area in the world. Our next episode will be out in around a week's time, just before Christmas. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Ski Podcast. In the meantime, listener, thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ski Podcast. Don't forget that if you want to support the podcast, then remember to book your ski hire with Intersport and use the code SKIPODCAST or simply take the link in the show notes. It'll save you money and help us too. Thanks again and have a great winter.